Here, as we know, the Acts of the Apostles reveals the beginning of the early Christian church following the resurrection of Jesus. And these words concluded yesterday's reading. We heard, as they prayed, the place where they were, they were gathered shook, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and continued to speak the word of God with boldness. So today's continuation in the Acts of the Apostles, we heard these words. With great power, the apostles bore witness to the resurrection of Jesus, and great favor was accorded them all. So as we can see, prayer engaged the work of the Holy Spirit. Their prayer engaged the work of the Holy Spirit and empowered the apostles and the disciples to be bold and confident in their proclamation. And as we know, the apostles of the early church, they were sent in many different directions, answering the call to proclaim the gospel everywhere. It was a challenging life that was met with great resistance oftentimes. But it was also accepted by many, and in a number of places we read that great numbers were converted to Christ. You know, the hidden work of the Holy Spirit, this breath of life bestowed in baptism and confirmation, gave them courage. It gave them a boldness that, that they had never experienced before. It gave them a faith and trust that the resurrected Jesus would indeed be with them always. So receiving this Holy Spirit for them at Pentecost, in that Pentecost event, it was a life-changing event. Because it is what the Spirit does if we are open to it. It becomes a life-changing event. So how about us? How about us? Has our baptism and our confirmation become a life-changing event for us? Or is it just something that kind of happened, regardless of what age we were? It just kind of happened, it was kind of an event in our life, and it was nice, and there was a party. Was, there a, was it a life-changing event for us? Has it reoriented our life the way it's supposed to? Because just as for the disciples, you know, it was impossible to predict where the Spirit would lead them. But the Spirit goes where it wants. You know, Jesus expressed this to Nicodemus when he said, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it wills and you can hear the sound it makes, but you don't know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. You know, oftentimes I... I we, we know, I think, following the movement of the Holy Spirit can be kind of a, a scary concept, right? Can be scary, can be a bit disquieting, a little discomforting. The Holy Spirit is a bit wild and untamed at times, and that's a good thing. The Spirit can ask us to do things that we would never imagine. But with deep trust and faith in the Holy Spirit, when we surrender our lives in order to our give ourselves away to the mission of Jesus, it will become very exciting, very exciting. The Spirit comes in wind and fire to complete God's work of creation and recreation and conversion and new life. 
That's what happens when we're filled, when we're on fire with the Holy Spirit. The power in living one's life for the Lord leads us to places where we dare not dream about or go. But it brings about conversion, a deeper conversion in Jesus, both personally and communally. So as we proclaim that Jesus is risen by our lives, then others are led to conversion and resurrective life. Why? Because they want what they see we have. That's why. They want what they see we have. So isn't this the mission of each one of us, to be living witnesses of the resurrected Christ? Is the power of the Spirit less powerful today than it was 2,000 years ago? No, of course not. We see participating in a life of faith diminishing year after year, right? So is the Spirit napping? Of course not. So let me ask you, how often do you think about the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, in your own lives? and its power and its activity. How often do we think about that? You know, early in the Acts of the Apostles, we read the risen Jesus say this to his disciples, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. You know, if we never think about the Holy Spirit in our lives and the power that we have received, I can assure you that it will, it has gone dormant or asleep. I can assure you of that. The the Lord wants to ignite the fire of this divine love in the world through you, through each and every one of you. You know, I have to believe that this is God's desire for each and every one of us. But I also have to believe that most Christians have not asked for or prayed for such a gift have not expected such a gift, have not opened their hearts to such a gift. So when was the last time you prayed for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit, this abundance of the Holy Spirit in your life? When was the last time you've done that? We should pray for this every day. We should pray for this every day, a new outpouring of the Holy Spirit on us individually, upon our families. Imagine if families prayed this every day Families would not be breaking apart. They would be growing closer together because at the heart of the Holy Spirit is love and unity. My friends, Pentecost is just around the corner. Start praying for it by pray, start preparing for it by praying for this new outpouring of the of the Spirit now. You know, in the sacrament of baptism and confirmation, you have as Jesus said, been born from above. The Lord Jesus has already given you his spirit and all this power the spirit brings and provides. So ask him to awaken it, to make it come more alive than it already is. Because when the spirit lands on us and engulfs us, comes alive in us, the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit will speak and act through us. The Spirit will not be contained. We've contained it because we don't think about Him. It will blow where it will. This is the true and genuine life in the Holy Spirit. 
when we put our complete faith in God and allow the Spirit to work through our lives, then we will be swept away in God's abundant graces to destinations beyond our wildest dreams. God will use our generosity. He will use the generosity of ourselves, the generosity of our surrender, the generosity of our abundance to carry forward the mission of Jesus. It's no different now than it was for the early church. You know, Jesus invited Nicodemus and us into a new world, a world that is above, a world that is infused with the Spirit of God. And friends, it will be liberating. It will be transformative. It's a new way of living. But also perhaps for many, an unknown way of living, a way of living that will be strange and perhaps unfamiliar. But this invitation into the world infused with the Spirit of God is offered to each one of us every single day. And we can never be certain of the future, the future of our lives as individuals, as a community. We can only live more fully in the present allowing the Spirit to blow where it wills and taking us with it so that you and I, so that we might find new life in the kingdom of God.